those of us coming to age in the late 60s did perhaps believe it was the dawning of the age of Aquarius, and indeed hoped that peace would guide the planets and love would steer the stars. The Johnson presidency was collapsing and the bloody Vietnam War was played out in living color on the nightly news, including the pivotal Tet Offensive in late January 1968 that began to change public opinion. A hopeful ray of sunshine was the beginning of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, a popular television counterculture variety show, and the Chicago debut of the American tribal love rock musical Hair. To kick off the 2020 New Year, I stopped at the Chicago Public Library Budlong Woods branch and checked out Mark Kalansky's book, 1968, The Year That Rocked the World. This is not just his opinion. The History Channel website says, The year 1968 remains one of the most tumultuous single years in history, while the Smithsonian calls 1968 the year that shattered America. Perhaps the high point of that remarkable year came on Christmas Eve when astronauts Bill Anders, Frank Borman, and Jim Lovell, who currently resides in suburban Chicago, became the first humans to orbit the moon. The two lowest points of the year were punctuated by the assassinations of civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King in April, followed by presidential hopeful Robert Kennedy in June, whose last recorded words were, Now it's on to Chicago. I was drawn to this book largely to read what the author had to say about the 1968 Democratic Convention, where at age 13, I found myself in and outside of the Conrad Hilton Hotel on South Michigan Avenue in the midst of the tear gas and turmoil, which would garner national attention and introduce the world to a group of anti-war protesters dubbed the Chicago Eight, then later the Chicago Seven. Kurlansky divides his roughly 400-page history into four seasonal parts, beginning with Part 1, The Winter of Our Discontent, Part 2, Prague Spring, Part 3, The Summer Olympics, and Part 4, The Fall of Nixon. This is not simply a sterile, retrospective timeline. The seasons are used to suggest the tenor of the events. The year included great disappointments, periods of hopefulness, intense competition, and ominous foreboding. Because the book is so full of episodes, large and small, it's difficult to get in-depth about any one of them. But he does an admirable job of providing some backstory and showing how many of the individual happenings are related to each other, as well as their ripple effect throughout the world. There are a number of cultural milestones, like the Beatles' establishment of Apple Records, including the release of Hey Jude and Revolution, which proclaimed, We All Want to Change the World which two U.S. Olympic athletes did by raising their fists as a symbol of black power and recognition of the continuing struggle for civil rights, while students in Eastern Europe sowed seeds of protests that would ultimately topple the Soviet Union. CBS News anchor Dan Rather, who rose to prominence in this period, says, This highly opinionated and highly readable history makes the case why 1968 has lasting relevance in the United States and around the world. 1968, The Year That Rocked the World, by Mark Kurlansky, is a Ballantine book published by Random House Publishing Group. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, author of Turn Your Business Card Into Business, and vice president and outreach chairman for Midwest Writers Association. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast at iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. We would love it if you would subscribe to our website at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com to be notified whenever new content is added. Mm -hmm.